Hello, and welcome to 5 to 1, a minute-to-minute podcast review of Zack Snyder's director's cut of The Justice League. I'm Harry Slack, and with me as always is my longtime associate, Ben Smolin. Ben, how are you today? How are you, Harry? Oh, I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing great. It took you only about 40 minutes to start asking me back, but, uh, you know, better, better late than never. For new listeners, I will will, uh, direct you to our episode entitled What's All This Then? If you want to know more about what's going on here. For longtime listeners, we have a treat. Uh, It's the uh, fan favorite segment. I'll play its intro music now. Was it Gal Gadot, Gadot, or Guy Fieri? Or was it Jurgen Habermas? This segment's called Quotes. This is where I read Ben a quote, and he's got to tell me if it comes from Gal Gadot, uh, Guy Fieri, or Jurgen Habermas. All right, Ben, are you ready? Let's do it. All right. The quote is, it's like pudding, but it's more liquid than pudding. I really hope. It's a tricky one, Ben. <laughs> I really hope it's good. What's he talking about? I'll go with Guy Fieri. <laughs> That's all the time we have for quotes. Was it Gal Gadot, Gadot, or Guy Fieri? Or was it Jurgen Habermas? With that out of the way, Ben and I have just watched Minute uh, 40 of the Mr. Snyder Cut of Justice yeah. League, which is not the film's true title, uh, title but a lighthearted moniker we use the James and Time here, yeah. Uh, we will now each have two and a half minutes to relay sorry, our thoughts and impressions. <laughs> we will now each have two and a half minutes to relay our thoughts and impressions to you, the listener. Ben, go ahead, take us away. I'm still very focused on what is wetter than pudding. Um, that was Gal Gadot drinking eggnog on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> was it actually? That was a Gal Gadot quote, yes. That was a trick question. <laughs> I know. I knew what I was doing. I had it planned <laughs> from the beginning. Uh, so minute 40. Um, so... Okay, you know, actually, some some pieces start to come together a little bit here. Um, it's a very heavy Describe exposition minute. Describe it a little minute. for our, our Listen Lilies and our Poppin' Pollies. I'm going to. It, it's a very heavy the exposition minute. The watch-alongs, we love you too. But f- for the first time in all of, like, the heavy exposition minutes that we've had, I found myself actually starting to want, like, a little bit more. Um, but, like, so we're on the plane for the bulk of the minute. More exposition? Yes, actually. Like, like, like. Okay. Because we, this time it felt like it was like a half dose. And like, we're on the plane for the bulk of the minute with uh, Bruce, Wayne, and Alfred. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne is like, no, you've got to find these people. Find me the Flash or whoever that kid is. Like, keep looking. Because he talks about how Lex Luthor, I'm assuming at the end of Batman versus Superman. Lex Luthor, right. um, played by, uh, we saw him earlier, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, the actor from Roger Dodger. Um, but right. We, he, he, he's saying how Lex Luthor warned him that something was coming to attack the Earth. And that he, Bruce Wayne, promised Superman as Superman was dying, that he would do whatever he could to protect the world, right? So, th- so yeah. that's what's on motivated. On his grave, his... he said. Yeah, ba- yeah, okay. Yeah. So, like, that's a what's weird motivated. Spot to make a promise, but go on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what's motivated Bruce Wayne's actions throughout the movie so far. He makes it, um, like, he, that's why he went to Aquaman. That's why he's trying to find the Flash. He, like, Superman warned him, and now he's doing whatever he can to bring together a team to protect us. From Superman's warning of like like what Lex Luthor is threatening and all that stuff. Right. Um. It also the interesting thing to me is actually it makes it clear that Bruce Wayne doesn't know what's actually coming because he doesn't know the threat. He doesn't specify. And Alfred's like, it's been a long time. Nothing has happened. Nobody's come. And he goes, you know, like there are no barbarians at the gate. And Bruce is like, well, maybe these barbarians don't use a gate. So like he doesn't know what it is. And so right. what I appreciated about this minute was that it was the first time we've actually seen any kind of 
character motivation. Like all yeah. we've seen so far is villain wants to impress his boss. Yeah. <laughs> but now we know why Relatable. Bruce Wayne is doing what he's doing. And I kind of actually like that he doesn't know what it is and that it's like a manic search. Well, that's you know, all the like, time we've got, Ben, for I your review to today. Say. I'm going to go ahead and take it away. Uh, thanks, Ben. What a great review. What a great review. Um, Yeah, so... I'll focus, I guess, on the second half of Ben focused and covered quite well the the first half of this minute, which was Bruce Wayne and Alfred chatting in the uh, in the old airplane. No razor, but that's fine. Hopefully we'll come back to that razor later on in the film. Um, we then cut to, you know, a building in a city and we don't know what it is. Uh, and then we go into the building and it turns out to be a science lab. Uh-huh. And there's a gentleman in there and he's alone. I and I got to tell you, Ben, I'm going to jump. Yes, Ben, what's no, your continue. question? I continue. I'll finish your point. Well, your point. here's my I'm going to make a little jump in logic. I don't know this for sure, but I just have a feeling I'm going to go with my gut in my Myers-Briggs. I'm an I'm an intuitive type in my Myers-Briggs. Okay. So I'm going to intuit here that that gentleman that we're watching is Dr. Stone, who is that? father of Vic Stone, who you may know as Cyborg. Okay, ben... so so this is actually a big question I had for you. Because yeah. I assumed the same thing. It is a black scientist in a high-tech lab. Yeah. And my question to you is the assumption that you and I made, is it racist? Mm, great question. Great question. Um... We both are probably racist, and by probably, I mean definitely racist. <laughs> uh, just having known you for the past two decades and where we, right, we went a little, to a, like, a private all-boys school. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's zero doubt, uh, particularly with sort of the, the maybe contemporary definition of racist, there is zero doubt that you and I are both racist. Now, was assuming that this, I would say that we have also both, I know, seen Doom Patrol, and so we are aware... That there is going, if there's a cyborg, there's a cyborg dad, and there's going to be a strained relationship with the father. Mm. We are both of the male persuasion and have relationships with fathers. Sure. And, like, I think you and I are both chomping at the bit for movies about relationships with our dads. (laughs) You know? I just finished, Ben. It's champing at the bit. It's champing. Champing. Stop chomping at the champing at the champ. Um, So the thing is, though, I just finished season five of Fringe, and you know what that's all about, Ben? That's all about dads and sons and dads and sons having a hard time. So I'm excited to see how in a post-fringe society, this Justice League is going to deal with the strained relationship between father and son. So that's why I'm jumping to that conclusion, not based on his race, although that was part of it. I'm going to have to cut you off there. Okay, well, that's all the time we have for reviews today. If you enjoy this podcast, please take the time to subscribe, rate, review, or otherwise support this project. If you're looking for a way to enhance this podcast experience, feel free to watch along with us on your own. Just be sure to avoid spoilers by not skipping ahead. Our Twitter is 5to1podca1. Our email is alertthequeen at gmail.com. Email us any segments you might have. We'll be doing 41 of 242 of Zack Snyder's director's cut of the Justice League, or as we sometimes call it, the Mr. Snyder cut of Justice League. Next time, goodbye.